It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards. What's good, Wizards fans? And welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real at all, my guy, Brandon Scott. We're going to talk about this Wizards loss to the 76ers. The Wizards lose 118 to 111. We're going to talk about it in another struggling game. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Lockdown Wizards podcast. Just want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNBA. Just want to say happy Halloween to everybody. Um, hope everybody's being safe out there, um, trick-or-treating and, and whatnot. Um, so, Brandon, Anthony Gill got the start today over Denny Avdia. Um, the Wizards were atrocious on defense. Bradley Bill uh, had two turnovers in the clutch. Um, what stood out to you? What was your thoughts on Anthony Gill getting the start today and then the two turnovers from Bradley Bill? 
Um, obviously, Wes is trying to figure out the right rotations. You know, DeLon Wright, his injury continues to be an issue for his team. Defensively and just cohesion on his team is just is off right now. These last three games, this team has just been off. I was very surprised. Um, I, I don't think that Gill showed enough to start, but nevertheless, he did. But it was a struggle for a lot of people. You know, Denny didn't score a point tonight. You know, while Gill did score 11 points, you know, those wide open three point shots that he refused to take were frustrating. You know, it was just, it was a hard night. You know, KP showed up, you know, KP contributed 32 points, nine rebounds. So he continues to show up and play well. But, you know, Bradley Bill, second game in a row that he started slow. You know, he did get 20 points, but he was seven for 18 behind the arc. Uh, Monty Morris, 19 points. He contributed, you know, through scoring points. But again, he's just not attacking the basket the way he needs to. And Kuz, nine points. You know, you want to get paid, you got to step up. We say time and time again. So I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but it is what it is. But, you know, starting Gill, that was a surprise. You know, Gill did contribute, but not enough to warrant a starting nod. You know, clearly West is trying to find that perfect rotation because, you know, hey, Kisper didn't play, you know. So he's trying to find that right um, that right lineup. So, you know, it is what it is. But it was a massive struggle, you know. And it, But if you look at the team stats, they were about even. So, man, I, I at this point, you know, I think Wes is just trying to figure out the best rotation to put around, put around him because – who else? I mean, if not Gil or Denny, who? You know, Johnny Davis. He's probably try out Rui. Well, well, absolutely. Or, or even maybe Will. I mean, I know Will's a six man, but you could try. There's a couple other guys you could try in there. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, Rui yeah. has showed out, you know, 10 points, but he's he's done his job. You know, we have little issues here and there with ISO, but, you know, he has done his job this season. So I don't have too much negative to say. I mean, the defense, but that's just team wide, man. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, Barton and Rui are options, but again, who you play at the three? <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? Like, you know, if you play Barton or Rui at the three at the three on the on the bench unit, who do you play at the two? You know, Johnny's. Just, I don't know why he's not in the G League right now. I mean, I might just have to give him a ride down there. I mean, Goodwin, I thought should have got points or not points, but minutes tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the Goodwin didn't get any minutes. And it's just, yeah, man, that that's my takeaway from the starting unit and this bench unit. It was just. You know, you saw a little bit from the starters, but the bench was non-existent. You know, other than 10 points from Rui and 7 from Barton, 0 from Denny, 10 minutes from Gaff, you know, Davis and Taj Gibson came in, and they were non-factors. So mm-hmm. it, it was hard to watch, man. Yeah. It was painful. No Joel and P. I mean, and I, I, I looked, when I saw he was out, I was actually upset because I, I'm tired of us playing these teams. And I know you want to – it's like, okay, yeah, we'll take the, the – what's supposed to be – and I knew it was going to be an easy game at all. But you had to take advantage of Joel Embiid not being there. This is a game where you had somewhat of an advantage. And there were points where it looked like the Wizards could have got blown out. I think they were down by 17 at one point. They were down by 18 at one point. The defense is atrocious. But just to get back to the starting lineup that West chose to go with Anthony Gill over Denny. Um, you know, Denny has been our best defender at times. Yes, did he get cooked by Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Everybody did yesterday against the Celtics. It wasn't just one guy. Anthony Gill was getting beat as, as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's an indictment on what they think about our first round picks that that they picked, or what West thinks about the the guys that were just picked in Denny and Rui. I mean, these guys aren't starting. Um, he has them coming off the bench. You have a guy Anthony Gill who who's similar to Nick Collison with the Thunder, who's a who's a small ball five, and you're starting him at the three. We just don't have a natural three and D guy. We just don't have one. Um, 
and Wes is just you know throwing stuff at the wall. So Anthony, I thought he played. I thought he played well today. I thought he had some good moments, but like you said, he he passes up three pointers. He can't really create a shot for himself. He passes up three pointers. Um, he did miss a layup, but I thought I thought he had some good moments. But you know, on a on a contender, I just don't see him starting on a, on a contending team or really a playoff contending team uh, right now in the league. I, I just don't. And it's not a knock on him. I think he's a good player, but you know, it would be ideal to to play guys as you just drafted and I'm I'm not saying that you gift wrap them minutes but you know I, I think a guy like Rui or Denny would be better suited um but then again like if, if they're not playing well then sure you know try somebody else but Anthony Gill starting at the three is definitely a wonky lineup it's it's a weird lineup for sure by West to make that decision so it's it's definitely um intriguing and uh, a little head scratching at moments. So we'll see how it goes forward. Like you said, without DeLon Wright, it's just like the lineup is just out of source. And it's crazy that, you know, missing DeLon Wright just makes everything just so wacky and out of source that, you know, I never would have thought that missing DeLon Wright would just make the Wizards um, defense just go from having potential to basically the worst defense in the league right now from what I'm seeing. Um, yeah, Wes. Doubling James Harden didn't work. Going his zone, going to zone. George's Niang looked like Ray Allen out there. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, James Harden had 17 assists. He he did whatever he wanted. We we let guys wide open in the in the corners. PJ Tucker opened wide open threes in the corner. Tobias Harris wide open threes in the corner. Tyrese Maxey did whatever he felt like doing. Um, Tyrese Maxey had how many points tonight? Um, 28 points tonight. He could have had 30 easily. Um, James Harden had 23 points, 17 assists, and seven boards. Um, and we'll get to we'll get to Bradley Bill next in, in the next segment. We definitely got to talk about them about him. We're live, so we're definitely gonna read you guys' comments um, after our takeaways on the game. But um, before we do talk about Bradley Bill and those late costly turnovers, when the Wizards were actually making a run, they were making it respectable towards them. But we're definitely gonna get to that. But before we do get to that, uh, this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days. Every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. This is how it works. You add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions, Make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview, interview and hire. It's the end of year, it's the end of the year, so you got to finish strong and find the right team member that can help you do that. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on MBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on MMA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. 
J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen ever today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also, before I forget this thought, too, I almost forgot to bring up the Kuzma uh, Miss Fancy Dunk. That was ridiculous. He's going to be on Shaq and the Fool for that. That was definitely a a momentum swing there, too. But, yeah, what what were your takeaways on Bradley Bill's performance today and, and those late turnovers? Oh, man, come on. I mean, again, second game in a row, it. He it took him to the second half to get going. Mm-hmm. You know, the turnovers are a problem. You know, him dribbling the ball forever, you know, not trying to pass the ball up. Look, you know, look, I'm very loyal to this team. I like Bradley Bill, but he's he's not that guy. There, there's guys in this league who can create that shot, who can dribble, who's got those moves. You know, Kyrie Irving's one of those guys who dribbled. Brad's just not that guy. He's got to go back to what he's good at. I'm not to say he can't create his own shot he's done very well over the years adding that part to his game and, mm-hmm. I, and it's been you know it's been cool watching him go from that spot of shooter from the wall john wall days to being a guy who can drive the lane but he's just not that guy he, he's got to stop he's got to really go back to team basketball you know there was times tonight that the ball movement was a lot better from the last couple of games you know the mm-hmm. ball movement was better but then in crunch time you know two turnovers and crunch time in the fourth quarter is you can't do that. That is not <laughs> that's not winning basketball. You cannot turn the ball over. They had chances tonight. You know, even after everything tonight, we still had a chance to add down the stretch to win this game. And that's the part that's really frustrating is that you know we were in this game, you know, minus MB. You know, MB's in the game. This is a totally different game. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have to capitalize on injuries, you know, going against the 76. Look, we're hey, we're in Philly Wednesday night. So I mean we yeah, got probably, to he'll probably be back by then too. You know, absolutely. So, I mean, look, this is, you know, Wednesday night in Philly is going to be a hard one. You know, there's no rest for the weary right now. We got Brooklyn coming up. We got the Grizzlies coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to get tested. You know, Brooklyn ain't no joke. Kyrie is going to test us. You know, John Morant's going to test us. It doesn't get easier from here, you know. So, you know, really, the question is, have they reached their ceiling? I mean, this current group right now, have they reached their ceiling? Because right now they're playing like a team who – you, you would be happy to make the, the play in. This is mm. not a playoff team. You know, Bradley Bills, seven for 18. Again, you, that can't happen. You know, Bradley Bills got to step up. Kuzma, mm. nine points. Come on, Kuz. I mean, you try and get that bag, man. You ain't get no bag with no nine points. I mean, KP has been a bright spot for this team. KP mm. has been consistent. He has consistently played well. You know, I still think that he could get a nod maybe for an all-star birth this year because I think he's an all-star talent. He has been healthy. He's produced. But – you know, not that it's, you know, 
maybe too little early, a little early to talk like this, but no, he could be a trade piece because of how good he's playing. Because I mean, look at the team, man. I mean, Bradley Bill, the the max player, it has not played up to his potential. And you know, now we got Anthony Gill starting at the three. I mean, come on, we we, we got to make some moves. And this comes that goes roster construction. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is on West. This is on Tommy. I mm-hmm. mean, Tommy, stop finding these these point guards that you're trying to force into a starting role. Go mm-hmm. get a starter. You know, we, we were talking about it last time, last night, you know, the long list of point guards that we have tried to make starters. Go get a starter. Seriously. Like, Monte's not that guy. I mean, Barton has been – he's done well on the bench, but, I mean, seven – you know, what is it? Seven points, you know, really a non-factor. I mean, this bench was non-existent. The bench might as well just sit down and watch the game because Gaff for 10 minutes, what's going on with that? I mean, have they lost confidence in Gaff? Because 10 minutes for a guy that's about to go into an extension, that's scary. I'm telling you right now. I mean, that's and it comes down to Tommy Shepard. Mm-hmm. You cannot sign these guys to extensions when they have not proven to earn them yet. You know, was I in big favor of acquiring Gaff? Yeah, but he hasn't earned an extension yet. What, I mean, what has he done that is earning an extension? He's still pretty raw. You know, especially when you look at the modern big in the NBA, he's he's a dinosaur. You know, he I see, you know, last game he shot a couple of mid-ranges. He's trying, but man, in this era, as a big look at KP, you have to be able to shoot at a high percentage from behind the arc. So yeah, that's my big take takeaway, especially from Bill. I'm disappointed. You know, he's just he's got to get started faster. You cannot st- wait to the second half. Yeah, once again, a, a, another somewhat underwhelming game for Bradley Bill. I'm not going to say somewhat. I mean, for a guy who's a max player, he's supposed to be your number one guy, getting 35% of the salary cap, no trade clause, and, and a trade kicker as well. Um, two turnovers and a clutch. The first one uh, it was just a lack of days turnover. I think Tybul plucked it from him. Then the second one, the double team comes, and he's not ready to attack it, or he doesn't make a – he doesn't – he doesn't. he's not ready for the double team. He doesn't pass the ball out quickly. doesn't make a quick decision. Turnover, they take the ball down, and then, and then they score. Then he gets double again. He almost turned the ball over again. So he's not a point guard. We've tried point build. We've tried it numerous times. Like I said, we just don't have a natural point guard. My Monte Morris is a point guard, but at, he's a backup at best. And we need – we just cannot have the ball in his hands bringing the ball up. He has to come off screens, pin downs. Um, he has to get the ball. He has to be off ball. Him is bringing the ball up in the clutch situations – it's a turnover waiting to happen, and it's been. This is what has happened year after year after year. He led the league in turnovers and clutch turnovers. The clutch is five minutes left in the game, with a game within five points, or with, uh, yeah, it's within five points. I don't think we were within five points at that time, but it's still it's, it's still to me considered the clutch where he turned the ball over back to back times, and they hurt us bad because we were coming back. We actually had somewhat of a chance to make this a ball game, and he turns the ball over. So he had he had some good moments. He had the end one three. Got to the basket a couple times. He did miss some layups in the first half, too. But um, once again, he's just – he's not living up to expectations. He hasn't done it the past two games. Really, he had a good game against the Bulls in a clutch, but he hasn't really played a full game. We haven't seen a full four quarters of domination from Bradley Bill. What I saw from Donovan Mitchell in that Cavaliers game, that was a domination. He dominated the Wizards in that game. Uh, what I saw today from Tyrese Maxey, he dominated. I haven't seen a full four quarters – from Bradley Bill, I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I've seen a quarter. I've seen five minutes of domination, but I haven't seen a full game of domination from Bradley Bill yet. Kyle Kuzma, the missed dunk was inexcusable. Um, like, what? What? Who did you make a bet with somebody that you're going to do a windmill dunk before the game? Like, what, what's going on here? I'm I'm just confused by him doing that. 
Um, I know he might have tried to get the crowd hype, but just just dunk the ball, lay it up, whatever. We just need two points at, at the time. Gafford, he's really regressed, man. It's really unfortunate how much he's regressed. And I know he needs a point guard that can spoon feed him and get him lobs and easy baskets. We just don't have a guy that can penetrate and get to the rim. But he dropped the ball on back-to-back plays. One time he caught it, they stripped him from him. Then he got blocked. Then he had a goaltend as well. And it clearly, um, Montrose Hero, he clearly was going to miss the layup. And then Gaffer comes out of nowhere and, 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 and goaltends. So he has to work on his basketball IQ. Um, I, I just... I'm just confused the drop off from Daniel Gafford. I mean, I love Gaff. I love what he did that year in 2020 with Russell Westbrook. Um, even some moments last year, I thought he was good, but this year he, he's just not playing good ball right now. Uh, he's in his head. I think he's lost his confidence. He's not playing smart ball right now. He's really not. And he's getting pushed around. He's giving up, giving up all of his rebounds. Um, and he's a non-factor to the point where they had to play Todd Gibson instead of, instead of um, Daniel Gafford. Um, I thought Rui gave some good minutes just from an individual standpoint, 10.6 boards. Um, I thought he tried on defense. He got a, he got a couple steals. He he made some deflections here and whatnot. Um, Denny had a goose egg tonight. His his offensive game really is a work in progress. Um, he he has to work on creating a shot for himself. Now I thought defensively, I thought he did an okay job on James Harden. I thought he cut, he had back to back deflections and steals that did lead to points. So he did have a positive impact in the game on the defensive side of the ball. But offensively, um. Yeah, he, he's just he just doesn't have any go-to moves right now or finishing moves right now on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you brought up Porzingis. I thought Porzingis was good. I thought they should have gave him the ball more. He had 32 points. I thought nobody on the court could guard him, especially with Embiid not being there. Tobias Harris is, what, 6'8". Um, Georges Niang is 6'9". Uh, Montrose Harold is 6'9 on a good day. So they had no post presence to really stop Porzingis. They should have ran the offense through him more than what they did, to be honest with you. And the offense... Not a lot of ball. There was ball movement at times, but it's just it's a murky offense, and um, they don't set enough screens for Brad to really get pin downs and and, and get open shots in the paint. And um, you know, West has lost defensively. We played zone, gave up wide open threes. We're doubling, and we don't know how to double. Um, so I'm just really disappointed, and underwhelmed from, from what I've seen from West Elso Junior. in his coaching tenure so far. I mean, like I brought up defensive rating, defensive efficiency with Scott Brooks. They're ranked twentieth, and then this uh, last year we were twenty fifth. And defense looks—they like can't guard a parked car right now. They can't get stops. They can't guard anybody. And what's Unsel Jr. was brought in to be a defensive-minded head coach, and I just haven't seen it so far. Yes, you know, like I said, to me the question is: Have this has this team reached your ceiling already? And I'm thinking mm-hmm. they have. You know, they they are what they are, what people predicted them to be—a playing team. You know, playing being the best case scenario because they're just not it. You know, they're. And it's, it's on Tommy, man. It's on Wes. No, really, it's Tommy. More on Tommy because he hired Wes. Yeah, it's Ted I as mean, well. You know, it's just you can't keep putting band aids at the point guard position because you got to find that guy. You know, and I, I see a lot of people saying, you know, SGA, but you know, to get SGA, you're going to have to gut half this roster, and so you're just going to have SGA and Bill and a bunch of guys. It's just you got to. And I just don't want to. I'm I'm trying to avoid saying rebuild, but mm. I mean, because can you really truly rebuild? You're in it with, with Bill. You're in it to win it. Mm. <laughs> that contract is untradeable. He's got a no trade clause. So he dictates where he goes. So <laughs> you're in it. You know, to me, and this is just my opinion, everybody's on the block. You know, everybody's on the block. These young guys are on the block. Kuz is on the block. Everybody's on the block. You know, we, you because it doesn't get easier. It, it doesn't get easier from here. You know, we're going through the meat of the Eastern Conference coming up. And 
you know, the 76ers showed how much chemistry is important. They were rocking, you know, without Embiid. Tyrese Maxey, man, how he's developed, you know, mm-hmm. going from a, a guard that nobody expected this, you know, from him. He's, he's, oh man, he was incredible tonight. I mean, James Harden, he still got it a little bit. I mean, James Harden, like you said, he did what he wanted to do. I mean, that's unreal. 17 assists. I mean, come on, Wes, 17 assists. <laughs> 17 assists. I mean, this, you know, the deep, like, you know, like me, you always say, you know, his forte is defense. If you, if that's not going to be it, then look, you know, going to the offseason, maybe we need to go look for another coach. I mean, your job, your forte is defense. If you're not doing your job, then what are we talking about? I mean, it, it, we clearly have gone downhill from Scott Brooks, and I didn't think that was possible, but it mm-hmm. is. I mean, this is just not a good defensive team. I mean, they're terrible on defense. Right? And Kuz, look, stop trying to be Hollywood, man. Dunk the ball. You know, stop trying to be all out. You know, it's, it's too much playing around, man. You know, you, you saw it wasn't Bill. I think Bill must have heard us last night because he was a little <laughs> serious tonight. But, you know, I saw Monte at the free throw line grinning. It's like, brother, what are you grinning at, man? Like, you, you guys are trying to have fun, and you're getting smoked in your home court. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to have a little pride on this team. You know, for for a team coming in to Capital One and smoke them the way they got smoked, man, come on, man. Nah, man, we got smoked like a, pe- a cheap pack of cigarettes, man. I mean, it's just <laughs> – come on you know that, that's where i'm at man it's just mm. i, I want to be optimistic i want to you know i always want my team to win it's just i think we've reached our ceiling man i mean we are what we are and unfortunately mm. you know tommy has put all his chips in the, in the middle of the table on bradley bill being that guy and i don't see it i don't think he's going to be that guy i think going towards the deadline we're going to have to look ourselves in the mirror and really ask ourselves what am i trying to do you know what? Um, I'm trying to rebuild. Look, Ted, you're gonna have to break it down, man. You know you're gonna have to break it all down. This is me, man. Mm. Yeah, and look, you know we both we don't want to overreact. You know, just like last year, they were ten and three, and then it went south. We've seen, you know, even the John Wall year, they started off zero and five, and they ended up making the playoffs. So you just never know. Um, I think it's 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 you know I would be optimistic to say that they would be able to turn this around. Um, instead of being starting out 10 and three, it looks like they may start three and 10, especially looking at the, the schedule. Um, but another thing about Denny, he, he did make some good plays. He had an alley-oop to, to Porzingis and he had a nice fast break where he made a pass to Anthony Gill. He got a dunk. Um, but yeah, we can, we can definitely get to the comments real quick and then we'll wrap it up for tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, with the rebuilding thing, Ted said he'll never ever tank. But they do have to evaluate at the trade deadline. You know, they had to ship guys off last year. So and it could be a same, it could be the same situation. You know, you got guys that are looking for new deals and contracts. And, you know, if things go south, then yes, you will have to um look to to get to recoup and get some picks. You know, they need picks, they need more picks. Um, or they could use picks to get some more talent in here through the draft. Uh Richard Hibbert says Brad Bill and Kuz nine points. Perfect finally says, again, Denny did not play the amount of minutes he should have. Um, do you have any thoughts on that, Brennan? Um, I, I agree. I, I totally agree. I think that his he, he actually did a good job guarding James Harden tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did a good job on the defensive end. You know, zero points, you know, it's a little underwhelming. But, again, you know, like we always stress, the offensive burden's not on him. You know, he's that defensive guy. You know, we're trying to develop him into a 3 and D, which – could be easier said than done, but you know, defense is the name of the game for Denny. And yeah, he should have got a lot, a lot more minutes. Anthony Gill starting, I just is a hit scratcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is now Denny. 
Yeah, he's, he's not a three and D guy. He's trying to become that. We try to the Wizards organization has tried to pigeonhole him into that role because we just don't have that guy on the roster, which is what the Wizards really, really need. Um, yeah, I, I thought he could have got more minutes. I think Rui can get some more minutes. They need to consolidate too. I think they have too many guys at the same position. We've talked about that before too. Um, yeah, Anthony Gill getting the start, um, but I do think Denny he's he's able to be more of a playmaker off the bench. I'll say that. You know, he's able to get the rebound and push. That was the best that he looked on offense. That's where he's he's best at when he gets the board and he just pushes on a fast break and transition. So um, he doesn't get that opportunity much with, you know, Brad and KP out there and Kuz and Monte. He's more that 3 and D guy. So, um, you know, Wes made a change last night. You know, he kind of scapegoated Denny and kind of blamed him for the defense when it wasn't all his fault. Uh, but Anthony Gill, he's just alive. But there was one play where James Harden just didn't even go out there and guard him because he, he knew Anthony Gill wasn't going to shoot the ball. And then Anthony Gill got the ball back and finally decided to shoot it. And, you know, he missed the three. So, uh, but once I thought Anthony Gill, for, for what it's worth, I thought he played hard and I thought he gave some good minutes at points, though. Um, Kay Venn, whose um, profile picture actually looks like Wes Emsel Jr. Um, <laughs> he said, Yeah, it does. He said, Wes must go. Um, perfect findings also says when Wiz were down by 10, Bradley Bill lost the dot 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 dot. Uh, Ben says pathetic defense again. Siddharth Patha Moody says, Brad, bruh, what is this defensive and offensive scheme? This team is embarrassing. Did you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, hit the nail on the head. I mean, the defensive and offensive schemes are, are terrible, man. I mean, the defense is just non existent. I mean, mm-hmm. it's Again, you know, we're going to keep pushing this point across, man. The name of the game for West Huntsell is defense. Mm-hmm. So why we're struggling as, as much as we are is just I, I don't understand it. Because, I mean, look, man, look at the schedule right now. At Philadelphia, home against Brooklyn, at Memphis, at Charlotte, home against Dallas, home oh. against Utah. Utah has been playing good ball. I mean, home against Memphis. You might get some rest against Oklahoma City, but then you turn around and get Miami. I mean <laughs> – you could easily lose almost every one of those games except Oklahoma City. And even then, Oklahoma City is a young, hungry team. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just ah, – we were very, we were very um, optimistic going into the season, but I think we hit our ceiling. I'm, I'm going to stress it again. I think we have hit our ceiling. So, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so, this is from Hoop District on Twitter. They said, Monte Morris said in the press conference after the game, he said, Todd Gibson spoke up in the Wizards locker room after the game with a message to play for the name on the front of your jersey. So – um, kind of reminds me of last year a little bit, not, not to the extent of people not liking each other and, and fighting with each other, but um, you know, that's Taj Gibson, he's supposed to be a locker room guy and a locker room leader, kind of the Udonis Haslam of the team. And he's already speaking up, you know, uh, we do want Brad to be that vocal guy and that vocal leader as well. So, um, already Taj has had to step in and, and let his voice be heard, you know, he's, he's that player's coach. Um, the defensive offensive scheme, they there is no scheme. It's, it's let guys be wide open for threes, not communicate. Let Benedict Matherin have wide open threes. Let Buddy Hield have wide open threes. Let Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown have wide open threes. Let uh, Niang have wide open threes. Maxi, James Harden, PJ Tucker, uh, you name it. Let them have a wide open three. That's what the offense is. That's what the defense scheme is. They win zone. They doubled. Both didn't work. They don't know how to rotate. They don't know how to close out on shooters. Um, this un- underwhelming defense, just cones on defense, turnstiles on defense right now. Can't guard park cars right now. They just don't communicate and and they don't not. There was no reason to double James Harden. James Harden, you know, he had a solid game, but offensively, this wasn't what this was not like a patented 
vintage James Harden off of the game where he's hitting the step back and cooking and doing the pot thing. It wasn't one of those games. You know, he wasn't really – he was cooking the Wizards in that first quarter. But other than that, he kind of slowed down. It was more of a maxi game. So if they wanted to double somebody, they really could have doubled maxi. But they really shouldn't have doubled anybody. I thought it was unnecessary doubling from West Central Jr. I can get Joel and B. You want to shut his water off because he's a guy that can really just hurt you in the paint continuously. So I understand why you double and bead, but it was just really unnecessary doubling um, James Harden tonight. Um, and it really hurt the Wizards. Oleg Chesky says Kuz had five shots the whole game. He can't step up when he doesn't get the ball. Yeah, he had a, hit a rough night. And I think I think West took him out for a little bit after that that missed dunk, too. I got to rewatch the game. But um, Perfect Finder says, I bought three tickets to the Wiz on March, flying from Israel. And sadly, I hope he switches teams. Anyone want tickets? I think he's talking about Danny Avia. He said he hopes he switches teams. So, um, We'll see. Did you have any thoughts on any of the last comments, Brandon? I mean, I'll take the tickets. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, you hit the nail on the head, bro. I mean, it's just the defense is horrible, man. It's just it horrible. It it's just it it's hard to watch, man, because there are times when we could make the game closer, and it's just time and time again. It's either to turnovers from Bradley Bill or, you know, they're playing star basketball, ISO. It's just, you know, they abandoned, their, they abandoned um, team basketball too quick man you know they started out where the ball movement was actually on point and then it goes right back into iso ball and you know rally build dribbling for 20 seconds just you know mm-hmm. right um wizard should tank playing and uh per finals yeah the three tickets if you do want to send them our way and you definitely can we appreciate you for that <laughs> uh the donald production said wizard should tank playing the exit is what i see uh, like I said, we're not going to talk about the T-word just yet. We'll evaluate until the trade deadline to talk about that. Um, ben says Gill is the last resort to ever start. Starting him was ridiculous. Um, Bango says if the Wizards continue to lose through the month of November, I would just start the young players and trade players before the deadline. Yeah, Johnny Davis got some playing time. I I just – he didn't do much to really evaluate. I don't even think he shot the ball today. Um, did he shoot the ball? Did you see him shoot the ball? I'm looking at the box score. So ah, he did not. Was, yeah, he didn't shoot the ball. He did have an assist to Kuzma. I did like that. Um, but yeah, honestly, I wanted him to go to the G League. But yeah, like like Van Gogh says, if they're gonna play like this, then you might as well play Goodwin. You might as well play Todd a little bit. See what these young guys can do. You might as well. Um, Richard Hibbert's his defensive turnover. Shout out to KP. He was balling. But darn, Bill, 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 and Kuz, where you at? Um, let's see. There's a lot of comments in here, so we're gonna. Try to get through them. Uh, Biggie Steve says, this team is a joke. Like I said, in finest uh, magazine podcast. I'll tell it again. First, Bradley Bill dribbling all day and turnover two calls. He down the stretch. Two coups with the missed fake all-star dunk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> GK says, on the bright side, Danny didn't miss a layup tonight. That is true. I mean, he only shot the ball one time. Um, he did not miss a layup tonight. I do get very upset when he misses layups. Um, and the plus minus box, everybody on the bench was a minus. Uh, Denny was a minus 12. Like it doesn't really, the, the plus minus stat is, is a stat that is hard to evaluate. It's not, it's not always a good stat to evaluate, but everybody on the bench was a plus minus. Um, Anthony Tony says Marcy, Maxi, and, and Tyrese Halliburton outplayed Bradley Bill. They cost less than him combined. They did. They did. They both yeah. dominated. They both impacted the game more than what Bradley Bill did. And that's just being honest. It really is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Van Gogh says this season really is really showing everyone that Ted Leonsis and Tommy Shepard don't know what they are doing. 
Um, we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> had three stops in a row on Harden, and then he's pulled out. Question mark. Wes, it's not Denny, it's you. Um, Truth. Yep. No sense of urgency. Uh, Biggie Steve said third Gill scared to shoot an open three, fourth the bad transition defense not stepping out on the three, and for the last and most sickening brand is and some of the team laughing in the third quarter. Um, yeah, body language is, is just not there and transition defense, and we're not pushing the pace either. Um, looking at some of our numbers, we regressed offensively too. Uh, we're 25th in points per game, we're 30th in free throw attempts, we're 25th in offensive rating and 22nd in fast break points. So we don't push the pace, we don't put any pressure on the defense at all. Um, let's see if there's any other comments that we want to get to. You see any comments you want to look at, and then we'll probably. Oh, yeah, I got one right here. My man Van Gogh, yes, you can rebuild Bradley Bill. You have no other choice. I mean, look, like I said, they went all in, they paid him that supermax. I mean, you have no choice but to roll with Bill right now. I mean, I think everybody else is available, but you know, I saw a couple comments, you know, saying. Who would want Bill at this price tag? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. I mean, who's gonna who's willing to part with the assets it would be required to to get Bill? Nobody. I mean, at this point, you know, we should have traded him three years ago. You know, the, um, the, what was the last season when you know Golden State had what was it Anthony Wiggins? I keep calling him Anthony Wiggins. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what was it Wiseman? And then the two picks, which ended Jordan up Jordan Poole, possibly, possibly yeah. Jordan Poole. I mean, that's a good move, and they're hesitant. I just, I, I don't get what's Ted and Tommy see. I like Brad, but he was best as second fiddle with John Wall, and that's just what it is. He was a good scoring option for John Wall, but as being the guy, how many years are we going to keep saying, waiting for this to develop? It, I mean, how many years have we been saying that Bradley Bill's a guy? It, it's just, it's not happening. You know, he's a good scoring option, but he's not the number one option. And that's, I think that's what's frustrating a lot of fans, including myself. It's like, we know what we know what it is. They're trying to push this agenda forward like, like we don't know what it is. You know, we know he's not the number one option. We knew that. We knew that re-signing him to a Supermax was going to hamper this franchise. It hampered us with arenas. It hampered us with John Wall. We got out from Westbrook's contract. How many times are we going to shoot ourselves in the foot? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times are we going to keep doing this? You know, it's, it's frustrating, man, because how many times are you going to sign guys who either have an injury history or, in Bradley Bill's case, is he starting to decline? you got to ask that question. Is he starting to decline? Have we mm-hmm. seen Bradley Bill at, in his prime the last, you know, the year before last? Because mm-hmm. last year he he was not a good year for him. And this year, so far, he has just struggled. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, we saw it with Gil. Unfortunately, Gil with injuries, Wall with injuries, it just didn't end well in DC. And then also, um, you look at Deron Williams when he signed a big contract, he declined after that. Um, so you've seen it. You've seen you've seen guys get big deals. They rack, they racked up on injuries, or they just gotten older and they declined. You know, his three point shooting is is it's, it's underwhelming now. He's shooting like with twenty nine percent from the three. He's not shooting the ball well from the three-point line. Um, he's struggling just from the field in general, and this was last year too. Um, but, yeah, it's just unsettling to see that you have three first-round picks and none of them can start and that you're, pick, you're having Anthony Gill start over your first-round picks. That's unsettling as well. That's an indictment on the, on the draft process as well and just the evaluate, evaluation process and the coaching decisions. Um, but, yeah, Bradley Bill, he, he's, he's in that tier with Chris Middleton, man. He should be a number two guy next to a Giannis. 
a number two guy next to, um, you know, Steph Curry or next yeah. to Kevin Durant or, um, you know, LeBron James, just being that number two, he's the perfect number two guy, but he's not a number one. Like you wouldn't build a team around Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is a heck of a player. Yeah. But you're not going to sign Chris Middleton to a super major. And there's been some times where Chris Middleton's hit some big time shots for the Bucs. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, nobody's banging on the door to sign him as, the, as the, the face of the franchise. They're just not doing it. So I really put him in that tier in that class with Middleton and, um, you know, number two guys like Kyrie and guys like that, you know. So um, it's just it's just the decision that they made. It's a great guy, great character guy and all that. He's been on the team for 10 years, but um you know we, we can go on and on <laughs> with that um it's gotten to the point here some where fans meet he said i would like to see demarcus cousins backing up kp yeah we're we probably need a backup center now because gafford he's just not providing much and i love gaff i love the way he developed i love he was a second round still out of arkansas you flip troy brown and mo wagner for uh, daniel gafford and got you know channel Hutchins is not here anymore but uh it looked like a steal and i just don't know how he's progressively regressed um it's just baffling to me it really yeah. is how much he's regressed and it's just honestly disappointing because i'm a big dale gafford fan and he does other things that center other centers can't do no not a lot of guys can jump like him um and finish around the rim like him and he's really regressed so uh, let me he, ask you this can't even catch the ball let right me now. ask you this if you're an opposing gm would you take a risk on him he's going into an extension i mean you know because you know if if I'm the Hawks, trade... yeah i would okay yeah and I can see that, yeah. I mean, because you got to figure if you trade for Gaff, you're going to have to develop him because he's he's still raw. Mm -hmm. You know, like you mentioned earlier, his basketball IQ is still still you know, a work in progress. You know, he's still working on the mid range shot. It's just the fouls. The you know, when he, when he's frustrated, it shows because he's clapping his hands. He's he's mad. It's just you know less clapping, more playing. But mm -hmm. you know, it's just it's just yeah. I can see Atlanta. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Well, and, and it's hard to say Atlanta too because they already have uh, Nyake, so they got yeah. Capella, they got Nyake, so they have him as a backup big. But I could just see Trey Young and Dejounte Murray throwing him lobs every game. I could see that. Um, but yeah, is is there anything you want to look at um, before we wrap up? Yeah, we want to thank you guys. Seventy eight people in the chat tonight. Thank you guys for coming in and watching and listening. Um, but yeah, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many comments. We're gonna to try to get to you guys comments on a, on another episode. Um, we're gonna we're definitely gonna do a, a deny. I mean a um a um a uh, mailbag episode next week. Yeah, Terrell Funter, I like this comment. He said the Wizards are in denial. They need to pull a Jackson State and let someone who knows basketball come and run things. I thought the comment was gonna say Quentin Jackson. They might as well. I, I was gonna say yeah, they should bring him up to help out. But um, yeah, is is there any anything you you want to read before we wrap up? Nah, I mean, I think everybody's kind of got the same <laughs> opinion mm -hmm. of the game, man. You know, everybody's, I mean, and everybody, I mean, I see a lot of good comments. You guys are absolutely correct. But mm -hmm. now, you know, like I said, I like to thank everybody for, you know, showing up and showing love tonight and sitting here talking to us. So, nah, I mean, I'm good. Definitely, yep. All right, Brandon, you can wrap it up. You know, just some Wizards therapy tonight, you know, just talking it out with you guys after this terrible show from the Washington Wizards. But, yeah, Brandon, you can, you can wrap it up. Yes, sir. Again, I'd like to appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight and showing some love. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. Again, like, like and subscribe.
follow me and my man the real it oliver on instagram and twitter and again thank you guys for tuning in tonight have a good night and peace hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today